welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. In this series, Beckett Talks, Be Beckett Ready, we will give you advice and help on your journey to being a student with us. The episodes will cover everything from being the first in your family to go to university and looking at what our students' union can do for you once you get here. Leeds Beckett University is home to 11 academic schools. Today's episode focuses on the School of Clinical and Applied Sciences. Our work is focused on those aspects of the health sector that contribute to the health of the whole body. These disciplines include physiotherapy, sports therapy, nutrition and dietetics, occupational therapy, environmental health, health and safety, and biomedical sciences. Most of our courses are accredited by a professional body, which demands an environment of high quality and progression into a range of professional careers. Based on the university-based studies and associated work-based experiences, our graduates have excellent employment rates in their chosen careers. Our staff work across discipline boundaries to create a dynamic research community. The quality of our research in biomedical sciences, musculoskeletal, health, nutrition and pain are strong, with our academic staff regularly publishing in respected peer-reviewed journals, including Nature and The Lancet. The quality and diversity of our research work has recommended us to leading institutions who have commissioned our work, including the Ministry of Defence, the NHS and several members of the school regularly bringing their expertise to the public domain through radio and TV. This approach, as well as access to specialist facilities, contributes to our students being successful in achieving high levels of employment and postgraduate study. Joining us today, we have Corinthian studying biomedical sciences with microbiology and molecular biology and Holly studying sport and exercise therapy. Good morning. Thanks for joining me. So the first question is, can you think back to that first day that you joined Leeds Beckett? But what was it like when you first joined, when you first got into university and you're in that first day? I'm an international student. So when I arrived at Leeds, I was so nervous because to be honest, I've never heard of Leeds. I've only heard of Manchester because of Manchester United, Manchester City and London because London. I was quite nervous about I didn't know what to expect with Leeds. And then I got to Leeds and I was like, wow, this is it's really beautiful. It leans more on the nature side of this world because I'm I'm from Abu Dhabi. So it's mostly buildings here and the desert. When I passed by the city campus for the first time, I was on my way to the to the city center. And I remember thinking that it was very modern. I don't know what I expected. I think because my friends went to um, Canada and their campuses there are those huge buildings like in Oxford or Cambridge. So I thought it would be like that. And then I was I was quite pleased that it was very modern. I went to the Headingley to register myself and I thought that that was beautiful. I thought Headingley was so beautiful. I absolutely loved the campus and I liked roaming around the grounds there. During my induction in biomedical sciences, so we were tasked to do this scavenger hunt and it allowed me with my course mates to roam around the city campus and to go to these areas of the buildings. And I really liked it. It was very convenient for me. The, my lectures in my first year were mostly in the ground floor. So it was convenient. It was huge. And I, I really liked it. I, I loved it. Thank you. And Holly, how about yourself? 
So I decided that I was going to come to Leeds back in the June of 2018. I was never going to come to university. So it was literally my first choice. <laughs> I got accepted and then I came to the open day in July. It was all very fast. <laughs> and I remember coming to that. I'd already accepted the place. Obviously, I knew about the course, but I, I did want more information. And I met one of the members of the team. They were lovely. And then when it got to the first day, Again, very nervous, obviously, but it was such a welcoming feeling. I'd already been to Leeds, I'd already seen the place. And then through the induction days, it, it ran smoothly, learned a lot more in depth. I didn't actually realise how in depth the course actually was. The whole sort of experience for me was so quick. <laughs> I didn't really have much time to think about it because it was so quickly feeling so welcomed and so comfortable when I was actually there in that first that first week and the open day and then from there it's just been it's been fine. So what does your average kind of week look like is there such a thing in your course? With our course it's very varied so especially from year to year semester semester personally it's it's varied the first year was it's all very practical based so you, you're mainly hands-on in the first year the ratio from practical to, to lectures, there was a lot more practical because obviously you're learning things hands on. In the second year, it's your busiest year. <laughs> Definitely be prepared for that if, if you, you go into for it because there's you've got from practical to there's more lectures. For my week compared to, say, someone else I've, I've lived with, my I've been in every single day during the week. I work on the weekends, um, so I travel back home and I work. And I do find I can I can even it out. I have been able to. The first year was probably easier than the second. I think everybody said that. But you, you just sort of work around it. You, you do figure it out pretty well. Excellent. And Corinthian, what about yourself? What Holly said, it varies between um, the first year, the second year and then the third year. For my first year, it was I think it was equal practicals and lectures we had to go to practicals right after every lecture we had. I remember that for my first term, we only had two modules, but it was very busy within the week. We would have tutorial sessions and we would have lectures and right after lectures, it would be practicals. And it was like that for the second semester as well. But we had three more modules, new modules there. It was even busier and we had to go to the lab more. First year was relatively chiller than second year second year was it was harder than first year we had to submit more report we had to be in the lab all the time at, the, at this point because there were a lot of us so they would schedule us in different days and then third year it was it, I was so busy in the first semester because our practicals for our dissertations we would have to do it in the first semester. And if you took a lot of the mod, if you took the electives in the first semester, so you would have three modules and then your dissertation. So that's what happened with me. And it was, I was extremely busy. I was in the lab for most of the day. And in one day when I would have to be in the lab right after my lectures, I would go to the lab at 7 a.m., go to my lecture, and then come back to the lab at 1 p.m., and then not leave until 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. for that for that lecture's practical. So third year is extremely busy, and then the second semester, 
still really busy because you're you have to submit the first draft of your dissertation in February. And then throughout the year you have reports for all your modules and you have exams. After you write your first draft, you have to finish a report and then after the report you have to finish your dissertation. So it's just really busy and it gets busier every year. So So how how do you manage that then? What kind of tools do you have to put in place to make sure that you can keep on top of your work? determination to pass it was it was mainly that I just didn't want to fail I kept thinking I'm not going to fail well done for managing to get through it so when you're talking about the labs then so again the students haven't yet visited Leeds Beckett before both of these courses are predominantly based at the city campus whereas Holly's yours are based across the city and Headingley campus so most of the labs are all based down in our Portland building in the city campus which are, I believe about the eighth ninth floor you get some fantastic views around Leeds we had a lot of things in the lab it was it, it's a really nice, it's a pretty lab it's very clean and the, there's a view of the city but you can't really focus of the view because you have to focus on finishing your experiments. We had everything there. Whenever we would need more stuff, we would just ask the staff or our lecturers there in the lab. And What about yourself? Is there any kind of specialist equipment you get to use? But again, I know yeah. yours, a lot of it is kind of outbound, isn't it? As well as your therapy sessions at Headingley? We are split pretty much city Headingley because all the more science-based stuff, your biomechanics, your, your physiology is at Headingley. Whereas at City, we're actually on the seventh floor. It's all your rehab work there. So straight away in first year, within the first week, you are learning how to use the plinths, massage, hands-on straight away. You then go on to heat therapy. You're using everything regarding that. Cryotherapy, electrotherapy. Your anatomy is based at at City Campus. So for me, I learn hands-on. I learn singing things. So you've got the big skeletons, the smaller the smaller bonds of the spine, which is really helpful for actually putting your mind to something rather than just sitting there and looking at a book. We were asked to like, they'd give us tape and we'd be asked to where put certain ligaments are. And and just by learning like that, if you do learn that way, Beth, it's it's such a big help to have so much there to be able to use and, and practice with. Whereas in Head and Lee, we've done lots of different things regarding physiology, VO2 max, testing blood uh, lactate in the blood, biomechanics we've done a whole range of things in there which I can't remember all the names of again (laughs) Um, but we've done lots of different tests on that side regarding the science part of things so yeah the facilities are huge in everything that we use especially with the course being so practical based it's um it's a real it's really good to have how did you find the change in relationship with your lecturers it's not similar to anything you've had in school before it's a different type of relationship has there been anyone in particular that's really helped you out so I joined university a bit older um so I'd not actually been in a teaching environment for about a year and a half two years like you say the relationship is very very different I actually find it quite hard to ask for help sometimes and that is one of my downfalls so I've found to be able to communicate so well. I've sent emails. I've I've talked. I know there was in one of our practical sessions, we I really didn't understand something, and past me probably would have just not really said anything. Whereas I did. I asked, and it was explained in such a different way, and I got it. I understood it straight away because it was just explained in a different way that I could process. Being able to kind of have that where you don't feel. Like you're doing something wrong for saying, actually, I don't understand that or I need some extra help on that is a really nice feeling. All the staff I've really come across 
have been really helpful in, in that kind of way or easy to communicate with. Just like Holly, I was I would always be hesitant to ask questions just in case they would think that the question is um, stupid or or that I'm stupid for asking that question when they've repeated it again and again. But the staff have, yeah, they've never let me felt that way. They've always been very open and they were very friendly. The relationship I've found between students and uh, staff in the university is very casual, unlike in high school where it was, there was a hierarchy system there. But in, in the university, it, they treated us as if we were their colleagues. That was really great. The help that I've received from my lecturers, um, they would always be available through emails or whenever I would need to have a meeting with them. And even though it was just a five minute meeting, they would they would still be all right to do it. They would never let you feel that you're wasting their time. You're a bother to them. I think in order for you to properly learn you have to be in that kind of environment in a very open and supporting environment um, I spent the most time with my dissertation uh, supervisor Donna and she's the most helpful we would ask the same questions again and again and sh she would explain it to us again and again she's just very patient and I really liked our um, lectures is there anyone else uh, aside from the lecturers and are there any support staff offices that you deal with but do you get any contacts with support staff so our careers advisor is Georgina, Georgina Larkin. She's always emailed us whenever there would be events happening that related to our course, Biomedical Sciences. There are events where she would email us um, whenever there would be guest lectures from NHS or alumni that would visit this, the university over the three years of my university. And she's always been very nice. Even through email, she would not hesitate to help me with my CV or in editing them or just looking through them, giving me feedback. So, yeah. Holly, is there anyone else that you've had kind of involvement in, in kind of placements teams or advisors? Yeah, so I'm just going into my third year now. And this is when we're starting basically to uh, look for placement. We've just had some information given on that. And there was a, a meeting. Megan, she's been very supportive and very lovely. She's given us loads of information as much as you could possibly give. After all the information, I still was like, I don't know where to look. I don't know how to approach these people. That's something I'm, I'm actually really nervous about. And she sent me a really long email back basically telling me everything to do and how to do it. We all love a good assessment. Uh, whatever your background is, if it's predominantly A-levels with examination-based or BTEC or cash diploma areas where you're looking at more coursework, what kind of assessments have you had to take so far? How have you found them and what support's been there? Ours is a very big range of assessment. <laughs> Our first year is predominantly practical exams. I think we had one essay, the rest was practical exams and a few multiple choice ones. I'd say for practical exams, you're allowed to hire out the, the suite to practice beforehand. We've done that before. We had in our second year, in our first semester, we had a sports trauma exam. It's a scary exam, that is. But we hired out a, a room before a few weeks beforehand and a group of us went in and we practiced and it made the whole exam so much easier because we'd actually gone and practiced it hands on without being examined on it. And then in our second year, in the second semester, it's less like less practical exams. There's a bit more coursework uh, essays. We've done two presentations. It's a very 
wide range of assessments. What I would say is the support there with every module is just unbelievable. I've been able to email about something and get a reply very, very quickly. I recently had a bit of a bit of trouble with one of my essays due to the current situation and other things. I had to apply for mitigation and go through all of that process and it went terribly wrong but the support that's been there to help me through it at first I panicked and now I feel okay and feel like yeah right, I'm okay with that. Thank you. Corinthian? I think the assessments it's an equal mixture I think of practicals and exams. Uh, in first year we would be assessed for our practicals through um, a practical exam or a written report. Second year it was it was the same it was the same, but this it was a proper report without any questions. Like, it seems more professional in a sense. And in third year, it's mainly reports. I only had one. No, I had two exams in the first semester. And the second semester, um, it was two essays. The format of the exams varies in each module. So sometimes, for example, if you have clinical immunology, um, it would be uh, it would be a computer-based exam. It would be in the university, in the library. Other modules, it would be be a mixture of essays and multiple choice questions. Once you get to second year, it's a mixture of short written and long written essay questions. How have you found then the move to more virtual learning? How did you find that move, and have you had much support? What new facilities have you found uh, useful online? And just generally, how have you found that? Coincidentally, when that happened, it was, we were finished. We had our last lab practical. So it didn't really affect my practicals as much because for the dissertation, you finish everything in the first semester. In the second semester, it's just you writing your report. I mean, yeah, your dissertation report and a practical from your module or module. And yeah, so it didn't really affect my uh, practicals. So working in lockdown was all right for me because I, I just had to write a report on my laptop. Yeah, so it was convenient, I guess, for me to to just stay in, in my room and write a report during the lockdown. How easy has it been to get in touch with your lecturers or for anyone you needed some help with? Oh, it's, it's very easy. I even had a meeting with my a dissertation supervisor Donna because she was also my module lecturer one of my module lecturers but I've emailed both of them during the lockdown and they would reply either immediately or the next day when I would email them. What does that next year look like for you? Uh, we'll start with Corinthian if you don't mind. I, I've originally planned a gap year just to find my path after that year whether I would go to master's or a PhD or or immediately go to work. I think I'm going into master's and I'm just looking at universities, seeing how their module would relate to the modules that I've taken. So I can use my experience and the knowledge that I gained in university in that module. I'm also looking at one year internships or one year, one year jobs in different places. Um, so this year is a year of exploration for me. I would always have um, emails. I would wake up and I would have an email from the careers. And every week they're doing this event, I think. It's like training. So what you should write on your CV and how you should write your personal statement for a PhD or for master's or for a job if they need it. And yeah, the careers have been great.
Holly, what about yourself? What does the next year look like? For me, gaining experience. So obviously we are starting to do placement now. I mean, we've, we've been working in the massage clinic since first year whereas in our third year we work the massage and the injury clinic so it's it's getting that experience of actually hands-on dealing with actual injuries rather than pretending one of your course mates has got an injury that they don't actually have so it'll be nice to actually be able to assess and work with an actual injury so a lot of the placements are on pitch with sports teams whereas that isn't really the area of work I want to go into. So for me, it's trying to find them placements that are, are going to be able to sort of guide me and give me the experience in the direction I want to go into. What's the direction you're looking for then? So I want to work more clinic based with whatever kind of athlete, but ideally in the long run, I want my own I want my own business, my own clinic, offering sports massage, injury rehabilitation, the whole lot but rather than I, I don't want to work on pitch side which is I think it's kind of swayed in that direction with a lot of things on this course and that can be what I found personally and what somebody else might find if they're in a similar situation is at first I found that quite scary because when they start talking to you about placement it is very based on rugby teams football teams and I was thinking hold on a minute I don't want to do that <laughs> Um, I'm too small for that <laughs> so I was like sort of figuring out what I want to do there's a, a lady who um, when I lived back home I worked with her in because I worked in a gym for six years and I worked with her and then she did a very similar thing she's a lot older than me but she was a personal trainer fitness instructor and then she had an injury on her back herself so she had to stop training and then um, she went on to doing sports she already did sports massage but then she started doing other qualifications and she had she rents out a room now above a pilates place in nutsford and she just she's doing brilliant and when i look at that i'm thinking that's what i want to do so <laughs> if you had the opportunity to go back to talk to yourself on that first day if you could give yourself one piece of advice if you were to start this all over again what would it be to be more open to be more open and less hesitant less anxious because they're not going to attack you yeah it's mainly that to be more friendly to, to be friendlier especially to my course mates when I first arrived in Leeds I was very scared I was very anxious I because I didn't really know what to expect and when I got there, I was a bit hesitant on the change that was happening around me. And I didn't really like that. So I think I would tell my younger self to, be, to mainly be more open to the change that is coming to the new people that you're going to be interacting with. Lovely. Thank you. And Holly? I think mine would be to, to stop doubting myself. It's something that I've always done. And I still probably need, I need to still tell myself it to this day. <laughs> Um, I recently had a conversation and said like I don't know if I can do this third year I don't know what I'm going to do after like that basically moment where you're like oh my god <laughs> um, and I think when I look back to me in first year and even this past second year when I think if I just stopped doubting in myself and actually believed I could do it it would just make the journey 10 times easier because <laughs> I end up doing it in the end so <laughs> but I get all the stress and the the sort of the panic in the meantime which I could skip most of that if I just sort of said you know what you can do this and you're fine and you know what you're doing um so yeah I think it would definitely be on them them lines more confidence in, in myself anyone that's joining us in September what can they do to make the most out of this experience 
I didn't really get involved in much and being a bit older and I am quite confident I think in my first year I I didn't really feel like myself I wasn't like getting involved or doing things or whatever so in my second year I did obviously I actually applied to work um and since I right now write for the the, un- the university's blog um I've worked on the open days I've obviously done this and just lots of different things and for me that gives me a, a sort of a boost of self-worth as well it's, it's a nice feeling to be able to do something that it actually isn't involved in your course as well because I think I think what happens especially is you can become so consumed in your course at some points you're literally like oh my god I'm sick of it (laughs) so it's nice to be able to have sometimes another focus again sort of advice would be to have that confidence and kind of just think you know what I'm going to try that and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but I'm going to try that I'm going to apply for that I'm going to join that society or I'm going to do this I think my advice for an incoming first year would be to doubt less. And if they want to do something, if they want to join a club or society in university, I think they should just do it because if you like it, then you have a good experience. And if you don't like it, you have you still have a bad experience, but at least you learned from it. So I think it's very important that through the three years, constantly learning, you don't limit yourself to just your course. Because like what Holly said, you're, you're, you, you get so consumed within your course that you're just sick of it. And in order for you to not be sick of it, you have to find other stuff to, to busy yourself with in order for you to um, enjoy your three years. Because three years is really short. I, I felt like I arrived in Leeds and then now I've, I've left Leeds. The three years just came and left in the blink of an eye. I think it's important to enjoy it as much as you can. Holly, Corinthian, thank you. Good luck for the next year and I'll see you back on campus. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Be Beckett Ready. We do hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you would like to find out more, including upcoming dates for our open days, please check our website, leadsbeckett.ac.uk or follow the link in the description.